Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is there, spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there, spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit, saying, Everybody, Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio program. Good to have you with us tonight. Broadcasting, as always, live from the studios of KDIX, Dickinson, North Dakota. There's a Dickinson, Texas, too, but we're not there. Dickinson, North Dakota, this is a good place to be. If you're tuning in for the very first time, Pastor Bob, that's my radio handle. At church, they call me Pastor Simons. We have a... uh, church right on Interstate 94 in Dickinson, North Dakota, called the New Life Pentecostal Church, which is a uh, United Pentecostal Church, a WPF church, more importantly, an Acts 238 church, and a holiness church. That's what we are. That's what we believe. Um, We may get into some of that tonight, at least the Acts 238 side of it. We've got in the studio tonight, we've got a special guest also. Abe Simons is here with the guitar, and we're not going to have uh, canned music tonight. We're going to have record or uh, live music. So sing it. Brother Abe will have him singing maybe two or three songs during the program. Sister Brett's is listening tonight. The Willis has just texted us. They're listening tonight. Henry and Harrison, good to have those boys listening. We've got um, 
Tim listening in North Carolina. Who else? A bunch of people are texting me. Yvonne and Marin, our faithful listeners in Bowman, North Dakota. The Lunas are listening over in Wapaton, Breckenridge. We've got Brother Griff out in Griffith, out in Great Falls. Uh, we've got Lori in South Hart. We've got, um, let's see, we've got Ben Yoder listening. He's going to be preaching in Dickinson. He's from Pennsylvania. He'll be preaching in Dickinson this Wednesday. So we just confirmed that with his agent, and we are glad to have him here. So this Wednesday, 501 Elks Drive, that's where our church is. Ben Yoder from Pennsylvania will be preaching. He's listening tonight with somebody named Martin Amy and their kids Benjamin and William. So shout out to them. We've got Brother Jones listening out in Minneapolis, good friend of mine. Um, Got exciting news about him this week, so I'm excited about the outcome of that. We've got Guy and Levi and Dakota listening up in Minot. The Springers are listening down in Bowman. So we've got, I think so far, the Bowmanites have taken over the the contest here and who's listening the most. Well, maybe the Dickinson people are. You can This broadcast is a live radio show, so we're on an AM radio station called KDIX here in Dickinson. Uh, has a range of 40 or 50 miles, and then we have we are picked up by their website, kdix.net, and the good people at Holy Ghost Radio have put us on Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2, and this eventually this program will be a podcast, although I'm very far behind on uploading the podcast to Brother Duran. Sorry about that, Brother Duran. Sorry to all of you. I just need to get that done, and I just haven't done it. Man, we are getting, we are getting people listening tonight. We've got... Uh, we've got some Simons girls listening up in Neuratic. Let's see. We've got, who else do we have here? I mean, it is, my phone is kind of burning up tonight. Let's see who else is here. I just can't even keep up. We've got um, Leah listening with the kids. That's out in Fargo. Brother Johnson's tuned in tonight. So we've got a lot of preachers and Bible teachers. And Good to have you here. Like I said, we've got live music tonight. Abe's, I told him, just be ready to sing two or three songs. He surprised me, showed up in the studio. And, uh, oh, you got your guitar, too, so it's going to really sound good. You know what? I think I'm going to start out the service with a song. Uh, Abe, we're going to test these mics, too. We're having a little trouble with mics, but I'll try it. And if it doesn't work, we'll figure it out. Are you ready? Good to have Abe here with us in the studio. This is Abe Simons. He used to be uh, run the controls here. Go ahead. I wander so aimless, life filled with sin. I wouldn't let my dear Savior in. Then Jesus came like a Savior, stranger in the night. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light. I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw light. Just like a blind man, I wandered along. Worries and fears, I claim for my own. Then like a blind man, who can't get back his sight? Praise the Lord, I saw the light, I saw the light, I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I was a fool to wander straight, straight is the gate, narrowed the way. Now I have traded the wrong for the right. Praise the Lord, and I saw the light, I saw the light, I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. That's good. Yeah, we're going to hear more from Abe tonight. He's got his guitar in the studio, and uh, 
We're excited about our new jail ministry. We just got to start up again, and we're trying to get Abe to uh, get approved to bring that guitar up to that. Uh, we we were shut out of the county jails for two and a half years because of this COVID thing, and uh, now they've just let us start coming back. We're excited about that. We got a lot of people texting Abe about his singing. We've got a lady saying here that he is uh, one of her all-time favorite singers, and she said she's your number one fan, and it's not your wife. It's it's uh, your Aunt Alicia. So she's listening. Of course, that doesn't really count her. She's out, your Aunt Alicia. But but um, Dale Jones said, hey, Abe, and uh, see who else. Uh, Lori H. out in, in uh, South Art. Great job, Abe. Yeah, we'll be hearing a little more from him. I want to just bring you a script. I've got a scripture tonight, and I'm going to get into it. Text me 701. I don't even think I've given out my number, 701 290 Seven eight six two. A bunch of people that are texting me that don't normally text me. That's exciting. Here's the scripture. We talked about this at our men's Bible study, which is every Friday morning at six a.m. at our church. So if you are a man and want to come to that, and you live in Dickinson, we'd love to have you come. First Timothy four sixteen. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. And so. I'm going to title this The Formula for Success tonight. This verse is certainly one of my favorite verses. of A great verse, a standalone verse, if you wanted to just use it, which I am going to do tonight as my outline. Um, in this verse, there are at least uh, five points that, that are uh, very amazing, and I want to just go over them. I want to kind of start at the back and go uh, back to the front later. But in 1 Timothy 4.16, Paul told Timothy that I'm going to tell you how you can, not only you can be saved, but how you can see the people that hear you to be saved. And so tonight, in this particular case, um, the people that hear me are the people listening tonight out on the radio and on the Internet, and I'm hoping that um, they will be saved. And, And, of course, me being saved and going to heaven and you being saved and going to heaven are the most important things to me in my life. I... You know, I'm not trying to sound dramatic or or uh, even, um, you know, uh, like some kind of martyr, but really, I really don't care about my life. The, the only thing I really care about is that I would go to heaven and that the people that I'm trying to influence would go to heaven. And, I, and that does sound kind of dramatic or it, it's, it kind of sounds like you're trying to make yourself into some kind of hero, but I really... You know, I've, I'm 64 years old. I've lived so much life already. I'm healthy. I, uh, you know, I'm in pretty good condition. I, you know, I still ride my motorcycle all over. I still get to work a physical job. But, so I'm, I mean, I, I feel young. I don't feel like I'm old. But if I found out tomorrow that I had pancreatic cancer and they gave me three months to live or three weeks to live, I really, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I don't know if I'd be really sad because I, I really don't care about my life. But I do care about my spiritual condition, and I care about my family's spiritual condition, and I care about our church's spiritual condition. And so this verse is very special to me, that he said there's something that I can do, and something you can do, that you can save yourself, and you can save those that hear you. And I just, I just can't imagine that there's anything more important than that. Um, you know, we've got, um, oh, Sister Rachel Dick, Dickey's listening tonight. That's cool. She texted in. The, these are people down in Missouri now. These are some of our favorite people. Um, cool that she's listening tonight and um, miss you guys down there. But uh, what, what, a, what a crucial key part of building the church here in Dickinson they were. They were here for many, many years, and then they moved down. They have a son that lives down in Missouri, and they moved down there to be with, with him. But, so getting back to my topic, I better quit looking at my phone. This this is, what would you do to be able to save yourself, go to heaven, and bring other people with you? Well, I would imagine most of us would do about whatever we needed to do. We'd pay whatever kind of price we needed to pay. Well, in this radio show tonight, there are three things that Paul told Timothy that you need to do 
to both save yourself and them that hear thee. Number one, he said you need to take heed unto thyself. Take heed unto thyself. You have to pay attention to what you're doing. You've got you've to pay attention to how you're living. I believe that there are many people that are going to be lost simply because they aren't paying attention. You've got, you've got to pay attention. You, nobody's going to get to heaven by accident. Uh, nobody's going to just um, nonchalantly just breeze into heaven without any forethought. Um, Jesus said it's a narrow road that goes to heaven. Few there be that find it. And, and I believe that. So gee, I'm not going to argue with Jesus. It sounded like, from what he said, there's going to be fewer people going to heaven than there is going to the other place. That's what Jesus said. You could disagree with it what you want. I mean, you know, most people, I've always joked that it, you might as well, if you're going to die, move to Dickinson, because about every church in town will put you in heaven if you die in Dickinson. But that's not what Jesus said. He said that it's a narrow road, it's a narrow gate, and he said, there are few that be that find it. And so, number one, you've got to take heed unto yourself. You, you've got to pay attention to what you're doing. Uh, you know, the, the Scripture says in Luke 21, and this is not the only place in the Bible that says take heed to yourself. Luke 21, 34 said, take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, drunkenness, cares of this life so that the day come upon you unawares. Now, we know drunkenness is wrong. Surfeiting, you know, wild parties is wrong. But even the cares of this life, we, by getting so wrapped up at just making a living and, you know, caring about what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear, where we're, we're going to live, you could start losing focus on the more important things of getting to heaven. You can be lost by just not paying attention. You know, I some of some of the saddest things I've ever heard about in my life are little babies that are left in cars unattended and they die from the heat in the car. And I'm going to tell you that every time that happens and every time I hear about it, I feel really bad for the little baby, but I also feel really bad for the parents. And maybe you don't. Maybe you think, well, they're just stupid they, they should be better parents than that. But I'm going to tell you, I doubt in most cases that it was intent, an intentional thing that they forgot their baby in that hot car. It was through carelessness that that happened. And Paul told Timothy, you got to watch what you're doing. I should, Abe, grab me my guitar. Where's my guitar at? I'm not going to let Abe do all the singing tonight. I want to sing a really dumb song here. Give me a caper too. It's just one in that bag. But we've we've got to we've got to pay attention to what we're doing. We've got to watch what we're doing. You know, and and if you don't, this is the first step into going to heaven yourself and to having other people go to heaven that you tell is to pay attention to yourself. You know, pay attention to what you're doing. You know, the Paul said in Ephesians five fourteen, he said, Walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. You know, he said, pay attention to what you're doing. Look around where you're at. Look around the direction you're going. Now, I don't know all the chords to this song, but I'll try to cover it up with just exceptional singing. Mama killed a chicken, thought it was a duck. Put him on the table with his feet sticking up. Papa broke his glasses, then he ran out of luck. Tried to drown the kitty cat, turned out to be a skunk. You gotta watch what you're doing, mm-hmm. didn't you know? You gotta watch where you're going, don't you know? Little Joe Billy went fishing for trout Played hooky from school till the cops found out 
didn't have a father, was an only child. His mama never beat him, so he grew up wild. You gotta watch what you're doing. Yeah. I knew a girl, sweet as could be, but she fell for a man like a chainsaw tree. She listened to his lies, fooled by his charms. Now she's sitting with the baby in her arms. You gotta watch what you're doing. Didn't you know? Gotta watch where you're going. You ought to know that. Everything's fine until they get bad. Then you sit around thinking about the good times you had. Well, it ain't no good to live a life of sin. If you don't shape up, you know you'll never get in. You better watch what you're doing. Don't you know? You ought to know where you're going. Do you know? Some folks say the good Lord is dead. That he doesn't exist, he says, just inside your head. I wonder how many gonna be surprised when they look up straight and see him coming through the skies. You gotta watch what you're doing. I could end that now. <laughs> There's less. I just need to learn. I need to have Abe learn to play that goofy, goofy song. The uh, tell it like it is. So to show we are, we need to pay attention, take heed unto thyself. If you're tuning in, the Gingriches just tuned in, I saw. Um, 701-290-7862. You could also email me, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. My scripture text where we're hanging out tonight is in 1 Timothy 4.16. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. This is a promise in the word of God. We can... If the if we do the three things that Paul told Timothy, not only are we going to go to heaven, but we are going to bring people to heaven with us, and that is one of my things that I want to do. I have no greater joy than my children walk in truth. There's no greater sorrow for the ones that are not. Um, there's there's no greater sorrow than that. And now I've got I I had my number five great grandbaby on Friday, so. There's a whole new generation. The Simonses are taking over the world, and some of them are disguised as Pearsons and Woodses, but they still got Simons in them. We've got some. Uh, one of my one of my granddaughters and her husband are listening in Minot tonight, and their little boy Levi. And I'm sure Levi's getting a lot out of this. You know, we've got. Uh, so pay attention to what you're doing. Take heed unto thyself, Deuteronomy 4.9 says, and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thy eyes have seen, and lest thy depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. And teach them, but teach them, my sons, and to thy sons' sons. Be diligent. Take heed unto yourself, Joshua said, Joshua 23.11. Take good heed there unto, unto yourselves that you love the Lord your God. So pay attention to how you walk. You know, um, that's number one. Pay attention to how you walk. Abe, you got another song to sing? He's got, we're putting Abe on the spot here tonight. He just texted me. He said, hey, Grampy, do you need help at the radio show? And I, So I thought, you know, we're, we're done with this canned music. We got a live musician here tonight. Go ahead. Charlie was a righteous man. He was saved by the blood of the Lamb. And he loved this life, but he longed for another land. And the older and wiser he got, the more he would place his lot on the things not seen in the hope of a heavenly plan. Now Charlie had a faithful wife, a few kids and a pretty good life, and a pretty good sense that he didn't have a very long time. Charlie got sick and he never got well Charlie was ready and able to tell His grieving family the last thing on his mind Said, when I die you can put me in a box Bury my bones wherever you please You can cry and wail but it ain't gonna bother me 
I'll be a long time gone to a bride and a happy home. Celebrating and singing and worshiping around our Heavenly Father's throne. Celebrating and singing and worshiping around our Heavenly Father's throne. Now the sky was cold and gray at the funeral home that day. And the friends and family had gathered from far and wide. They all listened to the message the preacher gave. Thought it was over. They thought it was over when out stood Charlie's bride. She said, I'm sure glad to see you all here. Charlie held you all so dear. And he wants to see you all in heaven when it comes your time. But if you want to die like Charlie died, you gotta live like Charlie lived. Loving God and people and longing for the other side. Now the tears and the silence and the cold and rain were not gonna have their way. Cause the hope of the resurrection was ringing through all she had to say. And her love for Charlie and Jesus filled her heart in a wondrous way. And the joy of the Lord spilled out of that child as everybody heard her say. When I die, you can put me in a box, bury my bones wherever you please. You can cry and wail, but it ain't gonna bother me. Charlie and I'll be a long time gone to a bride and a happy home. Celebrating and singing and worshiping around our Heavenly Father's throne. When I die, you can put me in a box, bury my bones wherever you please. You can cry and wail, but it ain't gonna bother me. Cause I'll be a long time gone to a bride and a happy home. Celebrating and singing and worshiping around our Heavenly Father's throne. Celebrating and singing and worshiping around our Heavenly Father's throne. That song doesn't make you happy, your happy maker's broken. That was Abe Simons. This is the Tell Like It Is radio show. Good to have you with us tonight. People are texting us. Everybody loves Brother Abe's singing. That's good. Mike Woods, Pastor Mike Woods, listening in Flagstaff, Arizona. Today he's on his way to a wedding that I'm going to be going to, too. One of our grandsons, our shared grandson, is uh, getting married to a girl out in the Los Angeles area this weekend, so we're going off to that wedding. Talking about the formula to success for success, how you can get to heaven and how you can get your family to heaven, how you can get to those that hear you to heaven. Number one, he said, take heed to yourself. Number two, he said, take heed to the doctrine. Now, the doctrine is simply the teaching of the Bible. The Bible calls it the doctrine of Christ. In fact, um, John, in his second letter, John, Second John, verses 9 and 10, he said, Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there any come if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God's speed. So what is the doctrine of Christ? What is it? Well it's kind of neat because it's spelled out specifically in Hebrews chapter five and Hebrews chapter six. The Bible says that that um, that we should we should continue in the doctrine of Christ. That he said that he said in in um, he goes on to say that that um, let's see if I can find it here. Hebrews chapter six verse one. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. In other words, he's going to tell us what they are. And in Hebrews six and one, it says that they are they are repentance, faith, the doctrine of baptisms, which is the doctrine of of water baptism, which you'll find out in the Bible was always done by immersion of people that had repented, that were old enough to repent, old enough to understand what they were doing. And they were, in the name of Jesus Christ, is the way the apostles baptized. In And they were fulfilling the commandment of Jesus in Matthew 28, 19, where he said, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And we know that that Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. And so the apostles 
Like in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I was just uh, with my friend. Uh, we were waiting to get into the jail tonight, a uh, brother Kyle. He used to be an inmate at that jail, and now it's so cool. He's going back, telling his story in the jail, and uh, he's going to have a huge impact there. I know he is. And we were in the waiting room to get into the jail today, and he told me it was it was right here when I was coming in to get my my um, breathalyzer test or or whatever he had to do every day to check in. He said that I was wait. I was just reading the scripture, and I began to speak with other tongues. God filled me with the Holy Ghost right here in this entryway of the county jail. You see, that is still happening today. The doctrine of Christ is faith, repentance, water baptism in the name of Jesus, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. This this simple scripture says that if you want to go to heaven and you want to bring other people to heaven, you need to pay attention to yourself and you need to pay attention to the doctrine, the Bible teaching that you're teaching. And that's why John said in his letter that that you have to, don't, don't settle for a watered-down doctrine. You know, there are people that, I mean, you ask them, how do you get to heaven? They'll say, accept Jesus as your personal Savior. And you know what? I have no idea what that means. I think I know what it means, but I, I need somebody to tell me what to do. You know, the apostle Peter was called by uh, an angel to go to a man's house named Cornelius, and the angel had told Cornelius and his family, this guy's going to bring words to you, and he's going to tell you what you need to do. And the words that I'm bringing to you tonight to get into the doctrine of Christ are simply this, repent. That means to be honest with God, to ask God for forgiveness, to be done with sin, to change your mind about sin. God, you know, up till now I've been wanting to do this, but as of now, God, I'm done with it. I don't want to do it anymore, and I'm asking your forgiveness and your power to help me change. That's repentance. And then after you repent, you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. We can do that at our church for you. We've got a big tank of water that we keep ready to go in case somebody that walks into church that that has understood the gospel and wants to be baptized. And Listen, you're listening on the radio tonight, 501 Elks Drive. We bought the Elks Building in Dickinson. we right on Interstate 94. This Wednesday night, you come into church, you talk to me before church and say, listen, I have repented of my sins. I have decided to walk with Jesus. I need to be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. I'll baptize you. I'll take your word for it that you've repented. You know, now if you just, I'm not going to talk you into baptism if you haven't repented. Because repentance and faith in God are the first step. Otherwise, you're just getting wet. That's why we don't baptize babies. That's why they weren't baptized in the Bible. If you were sprinkled as a baby, your parents meant well, it didn't hurt you. But I'm just going to tell you, that's not Bible baptism. The word baptism means to immerse, to, to a, a baptizo, Greek word, to immerse, to dunk completely under the water. There's a lady listening to me tonight in Bowman, North Dakota. She had a stroke. She's in a wheelchair. And she felt it was so important to be baptized the Bible way that her pastor, Pastor Seth Springer, they, they got a crane, they lowered this this wheelchair and her down into the swimming pool and they put her under the water and they said when they did it in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. See, this is the doctrine of Christ. Faith, repentance, water baptism in Jesus' name and receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit with the initial evidence of speaking in a language that you don't know. Text me tonight, 701 Seven eight six two. We've got the Burlings listening, and uh, they like Abe's singing. And I think they're related to you, aren't you, Dale and Diane Burling? These are your grandparents in law. So go ahead. Abe's going to sing another song.
willing to follow you Able to make any sacrifice you want me to I'm not always a strong one I'm not always what I should be Too many times I let things get the best of me So remove every idol all I want and need Shoes of basics for survival Take it all until I see Only you Only you I keep my life so busy Always have some place to be And all along you simply want to speak with me I've got every convenience To save me time and energy But at the end of the day What does it all mean? Oh, remove every idol all I want and need Choose the basics for survival Take it all until I see Only Tell it like it is show. That's Abe Simons singing tonight. And uh, he's got two of those great grandbabies, he and his wife Sierra. They live out in the middle of the Badlands in the most beautiful place that probably you've ever seen. Just that they've got a little home out there and a um, great place to raise those those children. And they work with cattle and ride horse and fix fence and, and uh, chase his wife around. I don't know what else he does, but. You must do that. We've got uh, we're we're talking tonight about First Timothy four sixteen. Thank you for everybody that's texting me. You could still be part of the program seven zero one two nine zero seven eight six two. Just say hey, I'm listening. Tell me how you're listening. You know, it says that we can go to heaven and we can bring others with us if we pay attention to ourselves and how we're living. To pay attention to the doctrine. And then, very importantly, Paul told Timothy to continue in them. This is as important as the rest. You've got to pay attention to how you're living. You've got to pay attention to what you're doing. You've got to pay attention to what you're believing. Uh, You've got to pay attention that it's the truth. Um, to be sincere is not going to get you to heaven because you can be sincerely wrong. Years ago, I read a story from a hospital in New York City. They hooked somebody up. They were going to put somebody out to um, do some surgery. It was a, a, a gas that they breathed to put somebody out. It killed them because the, the tank had been mislabeled, and they had put a poisonous gas into them instead of a gas just to put them out, to put them under. Uh, they tried to research it, and they found out <coughs> that it was mislabeled way back at the factory, and so everybody had been sincere the anesthesiologist was sincere, the doctor was sincere, the person delivering the tank was sincere. Everybody was sincere, but somebody was dead because they were sincerely wrong. And you've got to make sure you're believing the right things. 
it does matter what you believe. It, it does matter what you believe. I moved to Dickinson to start a church because it matters what you believe. We believe in Acts 2.38. We believe that there's only one God, the Father, and the Father was in Christ. And so Jesus Christ was the visible image of the invisible Father. That's what we believe. And um, we believe that he was God's word in flesh, God's voice, God spoke, God, his logos, his logos, his, you know, God expression, his expression, the very expression of God. Jesus walked into this earth, and he would make wild statements, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Why could he say that? Because the only true God, the Father, was inside of him. Yes, he was truly a man, but he was also truly God. And we believe that. We moved to Dickinson because of that teaching. I don't have time to get into it tonight, but many of your religious uh, theologians do not believe what I just said. They believe there are three separate persons, three divisions in God. I don't believe that. The Bible doesn't teach that. The Bible teaches there's only one God, and he is the Father. And Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. When you get to heaven, there's going to be one seated on the throne, and it's going to be Jesus Christ, because he is the image of the invisible Father. Anyway, it's important what you believe. Pastor Bob can't just go to any church. I, I can't, because they've, there are things, Not you don't have to agree with me on everything, We're never going to come to an agreement on everything. I understand this. But when it comes to how to be saved, the plan of salvation, we better agree with it. Then finally, Paul said you've got to continue in this. Continue in them. He said in in 2 Timothy 3.14, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. He told Timothy, continue on in this. Don't stop partway. You know, um, Isaiah 30 and 18 says, And therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you, and therefore will he be exalted that he may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are all they that wait for him. You know, you, you you've got to wait. You've got to... He goes on to say that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run, not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And so so Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then you'll be my disciple indeed. One of the most heartbreaking things that Pastor Bob ever sees is when people make a start with God. They're paying attention to how they're living. They're paying attention to what they're believing. But then they quit. They get discouraged and quit. Uh, You've got to continue. This race is to those that finish it. It's not to the swift. It's not to the strong. It's to those that keep on going. Continue on in the Word of God. You know, I I can't stress. This is as important as anything as I'm saying tonight. This walk with God is for those that are in the long haul. This is is not... um, you know, I've lived for God now. I heard about this truth when I was 20 years old. That's 44 years ago. Coming up on 44 years ago in October when I first heard this truth. And if I quit now, this promise of me being saved and others that hear me being saved will not come to pass. You've got to continue in them. That's why, Pastor Bob, I don't, you know what? I don't want to sell out to some stupid sin. I've lived for God all these years, and I don't want to do something stupid now to ruin that. I want these promises. I want to be saved. I want those that hear me to be saved. I want to leave this world and impact this world that there would be possibly people going to heaven because I lived. And there isn't anything better than that. There isn't anything more important than that. You know, I see people, and I'm here again. I got to be careful because I know I'm going to hurt people's feelings. But I see people; they're all wrapped up in their pets. You know, they buy their little puppy Christmas presents, and 
They're all wrapped up in their hobbies and they're all wrapped up in their, you know, just their entertainment and all these things that are absolutely not worth anything. Now, if you've got a dog that barks when the mailman comes to let you know, you know, God bless you and that's fine. There's not, it's not a sin. But I'm telling you that people are selling themselves so cheap for what they could have. You know, going to heaven and getting other people to heaven is the most important thing that there is. It is. It's the most important thing that there is. All the rest of this stuff is, I mean, yes, we have to make a living. Yes, we need clothes to wear. Yes, we have to have transportation and a place to live. I, Of course, God's not against that. But I have watched people that have started this race out to win, and they've got sidetracked over materialism. There are people that are attend, attend our church in Dickinson that come on Sunday morning. They just show up on Sunday morning. There's a few people just to, just to I don't know, to ease their conscience maybe, but they're not involved. They're not, um, they're, they're not sold out. <coughs> And it breaks my heart. And of course, then it, because many times those are the same ones that are on their way away from God. Continue in them. You know, one of the things, I'm going to have Abe sing here another song in just a minute, but one of the things that sold me about the Pentecostal movement, my wife and I were going to a, at the same time that we were going to a Pentecostal church when we first got into this, we were also going to a Catholic charismatic prayer meeting where they also believed in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And one of the at one of the meetings, one of the leaders said, you guys are excited about God now. You're all high with God. But someday you'll calm down and life will get back to normal. After that service, I told Lori, I'm not going back to that service. I'm not going back to that prayer meeting. I never want to go back to normal. I never want to get cold in the Lord. I want to keep doing this. You know that song, you know, when I get older, you probably don't have the words to that, but when I get older in the Lord, uh, they say I'll slow down. Don't You don't have to worry about singing that, but it just made me think of it when I was talking. I'm talking to Abe here in the studio. I'm not going crazy. But, um, but you know, I, I, I saw people in the Pentecostal church that were what I considered old back then. Of course, I was 20, and I saw 40-year-olds. I thought they were, like, my pastor was 40. I thought he was ancient. And I, I saw him as excited about the things of God, and he'd been living for God all of his life, and I thought, that's what I want. I want to continue in them. That's that's what I want to do. I don't want to get old and and cold and just sit on some church pew someday and yawn and not do anything for God. You know, uh, when I'm 90 years old, I hope they let me keep singing in church. I might not be the pastor anymore. You got that song? When I get older in the Lord. No, that's all right. You don't have to sing it. He's looking for it. But I'm going to have Abe sing one more song, then I'm going to come back in, tell you some ways to get a hold of us during the week, kind of wrap the show up. But let me read that verse one more time. He said, Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you will both save thyself and them that hear thee. When he rolls up his sleeves, he ain't just putting on the ritz. Our God is an awesome God. There is thunder in his footsteps, lightning in his fists. Our God is an awesome God. And the Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is very soon, so you better be believing. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. The 
sky was starless in the void of the night. Our God is an awesome God. He spoke into the darkness and created all the light. Our God is an awesome God. In judgment and wrath, He poured out of Sodom. In mercy and grace, He gave us at the cross. And I hope that we have not too quickly forgotten that our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God, He's an awesome God. He reigns. From heaven above with wisdom and power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Hmm. Sounds good. Awesome God. I, I don't that's not exactly the way I do it, but it's pretty good. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Been kind of a neat program because we've had Abe just showed up, surprised me with his, um, came into the studio with his guitar, and we uh, had him do a lot of singing tonight, and I know that you're enjoying that. Uh, uh, our church really enjoys it when, when Abe and his wife Sierra sing. They both sing together, and she's a great singer also. Abe and Sierra are going with my wife and I to Los Angeles. He's in that wedding, so we're going to be there, Lord willing, this week. Uh, this coming Sunday night, we have Dr. Matt Ramsey going to be doing the program. So he'll be on the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Always has an interesting program. He's a real doctor. He's got a Ph.D. in research psychology. But more importantly, he loves the Word of God, and he loves this Acts 238 message. And just he and his wife are some of the finest people, uh, some of the most faithful people, and some of the most hardworking people um, that I know. And just what a crucial or intricate part they are of our church, you'll hardly find anything going on in our church that they're not somehow involved with in some way. And he's going to be hosting the program next uh, Sunday night, and so you don't want to miss that. Uh, just going to wrap up today. We're, we're talking about the key to success, the formula for success of going to heaven, bringing other people to heaven. Um, you know, you can be a Donald Trump and have all the money in all the world, but if you're not going to heaven and you're family's not going to heaven, and you haven't influenced others to go to heaven. Jesus said, what if, what if you'd gain the whole world and lose your own soul? And I want to just add to that, what if you'd gain the whole world and lose the souls of your family? Because we didn't point them the right direction. Pointing them the right direction to cap it up is to pay attention to how you're living. Pay attention to the teaching of the Bible that you're believing. And then, just keep on doing it. Continue in it. Be not weary in well-doing. You will reap if you faint not. One of the men up at the radio show this week, his, see, what was what was his name? His name was um, Fred. I think it was Fred. Fred said, he said, it seems like every time I try to do good, it just backfires on me. Like, it just, it just goes against me. And Kyle that comes up to the jail with us just told him, you just got to keep on going. You just got to put your head down. And you keep got to keep on going in the right direction, and uh, that's exactly right. <clears throat> if you want to get a hold of, of us during the week, um, Katie, the uh, tell on the tell for the excuse me for church in the KDIX listening area, we have a church in Beach, North Dakota. At that's a brand new building, right on the main drive in Beach. It's called the House of Prayer. They have a Tuesday night service at 7.30, a Sunday morning service at 10 a.m. Uh, if you live in that area, I'd like you to go there. Good, The good friend of mine, Joe Hostetler, is the pastor. Wonderful people there. They have a really good group of people there. Uh, they'll treat you right. You'll love it there. Uh, we also have a church in Bowman. That's on 18 North Main. Seth Springer is the pastor there. And they have church services Wednesday night at 7.30, Sunday mornings at 10.30. In Dickinson, at the New Life Pentecostal Church, we have that's 501 Elks Drive. We have Wednesday night service at 7.30. This Wednesday night, Ben Yoder will be speaking. He's a young minister from Pennsylvania that will be happen to be in the area. I asked him to speak. He'll be with us Wednesday night. And then on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., 
We have Sunday school. I'll tell you, it was sad this morning for me. We had some brand new visitors, four people show up. And, um, and I was visiting with them before church, just talking to them. And, and, um, I told them it's Sunday school and at 11 is our worship service and they didn't stay. They left. Sunday school is not just for children. It's for everybody. And during the Sunday school portion of our service, I have a adult Bible class that I teach also. That's a basic Bible class. And I want you to come. There's also other adult Bible classes you can be part of. That goes from 10 to 11. And then at, starting at 11 o'clock, we start our worship service. And so we'd love to have you come and join us Wednesday nights, 730, Sunday mornings at 10 and 11. Uh, Friday mornings, there's a men's Bible study at 6 a.m. Many times on Friday nights, our youth have get-togethers, do things over at the church at, on Friday evenings. So there's always something going on. We just started an awesome Bible um, Bible quizzing program, just kicked it off today. So a lot of things going on at our church, 501 Elks Drive. Uh, we, If you don't know where that is and you're from Dickinson, we bought the Elks building about coming up on four years ago. Uh, it's a beautiful church building. We'll seat 500 people. Um, we've got room for you still. We want you to show up. So if you go down into the basement in the Elks, you'll be in the Elks restaurant, which is a wonderful place, but that's not where you want to go to church. You want to come to church upstairs at 501 Elks Drive. Well, I'm going to uh, pray for the those that are listening tonight. I got a song lined up, but I'd rather hear Abe sing. I don't know. You got anything else lined up over there? Uh, if not, I can I can do something. But but uh, the um, but, well, how many songs have you sung tonight? Three or four, something like that. The uh, four songs. Yeah, that's anybody out there listening that has been enjoying that. Um, the um, my mom was listening tonight. Um, let's see. Lord Jesus, tonight, I pray for those that are listening to the broadcast. God, I ask you to be with them. God, I pray that we this little secret that's found in the Scripture, God, of, of paying attention to our lives, paying attention to what we believe, and also continuing in those things. I pray that somehow tonight that somebody was touched by one of those points, or maybe all of them, and they have learned the secret for success with you, for success and living a productive life, I just pray today in the name of Jesus. Well, folks, I won't be here next Sunday, but we have the Tell It Like It Is show with Dr. Matt Ramsey. So see you two weeks from now. Abe, you got something? All right, he's going to finish out the program with one more song. God bless you. Good night. has a new way of looking at life He's tired of his job, his kids and his wife he says the secret to his success Was in leaving and finding himself Now he's someone to somebody else You say we've risen to a new age of truth You're calling it a spirit Godly pursuit, but I say, I say, what if we fall into the bottom of a well, thinking we've risen to the top of a mountain? What if we're knocking at the gates of hell, thinking we're heaven bound? What if we spend our lives thinking of ourselves? We should have been thinking of each other. What if we reach up and touch the ground? Find we're living life upside down. We've got a program for saving the earth while unborn children they're denied the right to birth one baby's blessed the other cursed 
Have we made this world better or worse? Now that the life of a tree comes first You say we've risen to a new age of life You're telling me what used to be wrong is now right But I say, I say what if we fall into the bottom of a well Thinking we've risen to the top of a mountain So what if we're knocking at the gates of hell Thinking we're heaven bound Oh, what if we fall into the bottom of a well Thinking we've risen to the top of a mountain What if we're knocking at the gates of hell Thinking we're heaven bound What if we spend our lives thinking of ourselves Or should have been thinking of each other When we reach up and touch the ground Find we're living life upside down Upside down Upside down Find we're living life upside down Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.